And as the sun set on the horizon, they lived happily ever after. Ever heard of it? Welcome to Happily Ever Heard of It. I'm your host, Jesse Jollis. And here I go, here I go, here I go again. What's my weakness, men? And that has nothing to do with today, but it is something that was stuck in my head. Today, I was talking to my producer and she's like, why don't you do an episode on happiness? And I was like, yeah, no, duh. That's what the podcast is about. What a perfect way to kind of start us off, get into it, and then... After a week of procrastinating and then having a mental breakdown, I said, why is this happening to me again? So I woke up the morning I was supposed to have the outline due and my boyfriend was over and I was like, you need to get out, okay, early because I need two hours to figure out what I'm going to talk about. And then as I was um, prepping again, he was like, can we cuddle? And I was like, what are you not getting about? I have to write about happiness right now, okay? And you trying to be nice and cuddle is annoying. Then I was like, am I blocking myself from happiness in this actual particular moment because I am fixated on having the definition or figuring out what I want to talk about with happiness so clear? And I thought I could be on to something. So when I think about happiness, my first like real memory with it is when I was 13, my house burnt down, okay? And my dad that night, we went to dinner and he said, we are going to be the happiest family that ever went through a fire. Okay? And that that statement right there just catapulted me into therapy as an adult because essentially someone told me, yeah, something horrific has happened to you and you are not allowed to process any of those emotions and you need to present to the world as beaming and happy. And I remember being like, okay, I have to be happy that... Everything I own is gone, okay? All my clothes, gone. And you know, I'm in my raven, that's a raven phase. I've got cool pants that match, you know? And those are gone now. Those are being cleaned and or burnt, you know? The smoke damage, you can't reverse that. So I was like, maybe it'll come back. Everything's gone though. And I'm just feeling so sad. And so we're living in a hotel for a month. Then we're in this weird rental house. And all through it, it's like, we're happy, we're happy, we're happy, which then just made me feel like I resent happiness. It's not a real thing. It's something you present. That That's like how I felt with the word happiness, which is just interesting to think about. So when I was going through and trying to figure out what is happiness, I was trying to remember when I was a kid, like when I felt it or how it felt. And I had this memory come up, which is we used to drive around in the car with my mom and we would listen to Broadway kids, which first of all planted the seed that A, I should be on Broadway. I can keep up. Okay. I can't see them dancing, but I'm like, I can keep up. And we just love to sing along to it. And there was always a song that came on where my mom would get teary and cry. And when I was a kid, I thought my mom, how often she would get teary was like the funniest thing in the world, which is ironic because now here I am (laughs) and I cry a lot too. So the apple doesn't fall far, but we would always listen to this song from You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. And if you know it, if you're a musical theater kid, you know it. And if you're not, I'm going to read the lyrics because I think they're really beautiful. 
And it starts by saying, I'm so happy the little redheaded girl dropped her pencil and it has teeth marks all over it. She nibbles her pencil. She's human. It hasn't been such a bad day after all. And then the lyrics, I'm like, I'm not going to sing it. That would be insane (laughs) to take this moment to sing. Happiness is, no. But it's happiness is finding a pencil, pizza with sausage, telling the time. And you're like, huh. Even though at first, maybe none of those resonate. Happiness is learning to whistle, tying your shoe for the very first time. Do you remember when you could tie your shoe for the first time? When finally you were like, One bunny here, two bunny ears, go around the tree, whatever, through the hole. And like, you did it. And you're like, what a new world. I'm out of Velcro hell. And now I'm in with the big boys. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing bunny ears left and right. It's like, I can tie my shoe now. And if you've ever like, I used to nanny. And when they get it, it's just such a cute, beautiful feeling. Happiness is playing the drum in your in your own school band. Happiness is walking hand in hand. Happiness is two kinds of ice cream. Gosh, remember when you were allowed to get two scoops of two different types of ice cream? That was like fire. I mean, that was so great. Happiness is knowing a secret, climbing a tree. Happiness is five different crayons. Absolutely. Catching a firefly, setting him free. That was really nice when you catch the firefly and then you also say, go back. Happiness is being alone every now and then and happiness is coming home again. Beautiful. Happiness is morning and evening, daytime and nighttime too. For happiness is anyone and anything at all that is loved by you. It keeps going, but I was like, wow. I think a lot of times I do think of happiness as such a as big things, whether it's equating it with like finding love, being in a relationship, you know, being successful, getting a job, winning the Oscars, getting an award. And this song was just such a nice reminder that it can be really beautiful little things. I'm going to keep reading it because I do think it's really beautiful. Happiness is having a sister, sharing a sandwich, getting along, my sister and I we can relate. Happiness is singing together when the day is through and happiness is those who sing with you. We go back to the end. It's anything that's loved by you. And I thought about that and just was reminded that like happiness is truly like small little things. I think that when we say like we are happy or being happy is a state or I guess a constant, that's when it can start to feel overwhelming and untrue and performative. But like when you just appreciate those little things in your day or those little things that make you happy, it can feel like there are lots of little little sparks in your day and little things that you can create. So I actually made a list of things that make me happy because I thought, Maybe we should all do this. Like what a a nice thing to do to remind ourselves. And then also maybe when you're looking for happy, you can go to your list and be like, what's readily available for me? Number one, old people holding hands. I don't care what you say. Two, old people holding hands walking down the street. I'm sobbing behind you. I'm literally like, you are the dream. You are the goal. Like I want to be a part of, I want to be a part of that. Sitting on a bench, I mean... Oh, the arm around the shoulder, the whole thing. When when I see that, it makes me so, so happy, almost tearful, which is 
I, I do I do get a little tearful when I'm super happy. Different animals being friends with each other. If you're a little pig and you're friends with a little dog, I'm obsessed with you. Okay. I love that. My Instagram sometimes is just like horses who have chickens as friends. Like I think there is nothing cuter and better than different animals being friends with each other. I forgot. There was a video that had like a cat that brought her kittens to the dog to watch. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. I'm sobbing. That is so cute. And it always makes me happy. It always makes me smile. Um, a woman who doesn't give a fuck. I love that. I, I just said, when I see that, when I see a woman just, I don't know, fiercely doing something, maybe she's scooting. I don't care. Scoot, scoot, toot, toot. I love that for her and it makes me happy. An object that looks like another object. For example, I have a candle that looks like a piece of bread. That makes me happy. Without a doubt, it makes me happy. My whole apartment is literally, that was the the motif going in. I said, if there is an object that looks like another object, I'm buying it. It doesn't matter what it is. I think that's funny. And it always makes me happy. Thrifting. I love to thrift. I honestly think it's like a personal treasure hunt. Okay? It's like, we don't get to do... I never even got to do a treasure hunt when I was growing up. And I've never had... I've heard about significant others like coming up with really fun. No one's ever done it. Okay? And I think that's what I like about thrifting. It's like, you're looking for these golden, uh, you know, treasures that you claim. They have to just be treasures to you. They're not treasures for everybody. It's not a, you know, chest full of gold, but it can feel like that to you. And that's what thrifting is to me. I think it's so fun. People confidently walking into glass doors. Absolutely every single time I'll laugh. There's not a question in my mind. I'll I'll search for that on YouTube, okay? People confidently walking into glass doors. They could be holding a tray of food, which makes it funnier. <laughs> Okay. And then they just go outside. They're like, what kind of boom? And the shock, because (laughs) it seems like there's nothing there, is so funny. And then no one can get hurt. I don't want to see anyone get hurt. They have to laugh immediately after and or their family laughs. But it always makes me laugh. And it makes me happy. So that's another one. Hats, women in big hats or just hats in general. If there's a really great hat, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm signing up for that. I have become a hat woman myself after realizing I appreciate it so much on others. And for some reason, some little voice inside said, you couldn't possibly be a hat woman that you admire. And then some little voice said, you don't know me. And I actually will be that person. And I will be that hat woman to someone else. When I wear that hat, I bring joy to who knows how many people. Okay? So be the hat woman that you want to be. All right? Cats on leashes. If I'm outside and there is a cat on a leash, I'm like two things. A, they have a loving home. B, someone must have trained them early. C, that cat is getting to see and like walk and be, climb up a tree even. Doesn't matter, I have a leash. And I just think it's so cool. And I wish that Winnie could do that. I wish that Winnie and I were able to do that. Winnie would decapitate me as I was trying to put the leash on. Little does she know I'm trying to give her joy and a way, you know, to see the world. And B, I don't think she'd like it in the long run. I think she'd be scared. But if if I had started it earlier... It could have been really fun. And when I see a cat on a leash, my respect goes through the roof for the person who has that cat on a leash. Call me crazy with this one. Candy and clear jars. Hear me out. If I had a large kitchen or even just I wasn't afraid of bugs. That's all. That's always kind of my biggest 
worry. So if I, for me, it would have to be fake candy. Okay. But when I see a clear jar filled with M&Ms or could be filled with a one singular color candy, I say, whoever that person is, they have their life together. They know what joy looks like. And that is so fun and so colorful. And so whenever I'm on a set and I'm in a kitchen, I'm like, if there's not a clear jar with candy in it, I I don't believe this person cooks or has children or just has fun, to be honest. I want to see the whole rainbow. And if you've ever seen the edit, they really brought the rainbow and the clear jar candy thing back. And I'm really happy to see it. So talk about happy. Ooh, I love those. My sister is sending me Snapchat filters of her looking funny. My sister will find a funny filter on Snapchat, take a picture of herself and send it to me. And I kid you not, every time I receive it, I smile and I feel happy. And I go, what a little goofball. It's so funny to me. She thinks they're so funny. And it is funny. And it's nice because I think that's someone capturing their joy and sending it to me. And I, I love it every single time. And I feel honored I get one. I'm like, I can't believe I'm chosen to receive this. An old man who loves fishing. I don't know. Call me crazy. (laughs) Okay. I just love an old man. You know, I never got fishing. I still don't really get it. But I get the idea of going, I'm going to do this thing by myself in peace and quiet. I'm going to pretend I'm looking for a fish. Some of them are. I don't know. But I love an old man who's like, that's my therapy. And he goes out there and he fishes Maybe he catches something. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's not about the fish, you know? Maybe it's about the journey. And I love an old man who loves a fish. I do. I do. I don't like a young man fishing, but I love an old man fishing. There is a very big difference. Okay. I love the feeling either for me or anyone else. I love when someone is cold and they get to get warmer, (laughs) Okay, like when you're outside and it's so cold and then you come inside and you can get warm and you can put on a sweatshirt and sweatpants and socks and get under a blanket. I'm like, that is such a happy feeling. I have this really clear memory as a kid. I remember thinking it was like one of the best days of my life, which was when we were playing with water guns with my dad. And then when we got inside, my mom was waiting with towels And I remember in that moment being like, I'm the luckiest kid in the world. My dad plays with me and then my mom like makes sure I'm all warm and cozy. And it really was a very, very strong, clear memory of like one of the best days. And I think I still go back to like feeling cozy when, you know, you're you're out and you get to go back in and you get to put on just all clean, cozy clothes. I get happy. I get happy just thinking about it. Figgy pudding. I don't even know what it is, but when I hear figgy pudding, I go, yeah, give me a cup, whatever it is. It's pudding. I don't know. And I remember we used to sing it in choir, figgy pudding, whatever. And I was like, that's such a weird word and a weird thing, but I love it. I love me some figgy pudding. Rainy days watching a movie. That's when the universe gives you permission to just, girl, You stay inside, you get under those covers and you watch as many murder mysteries as you want, okay? And you hear the rain on the AC, at least in New York. And I'm like, those are the coziest, nicest days. And I I feel so happy when I get them. So I love a rainy day. Candles and burning them. 
Because that's when you're a rich bitch. When I got a candle burning, I got a three wick up in here where I'm like, yeah, not only am I burning, I'm burning three times as fast, okay? And I am just, there was a time I never lit my candles because I was like, well, then they'll be done. And then I won't have this beautiful candle. And now I really take pride in finishing candles and lighting them. It just makes me really happy when I see them lit. I feel special. And I'm choosing to like light them for myself, which feels special. Marzipan. I love marzipan. And I've talked about this before because first of all, it was a disguise cake before there was disguise cake. Okay, marzipan was the OG of disguising itself. A. B. If you love almonds like I do, what a treat. C. Anyone who knows me knows I like a thick dessert. I like a dessert that really stops me in my tracks and says, oh, you're going to feel this right in the gut. I don't want a light, whippy dessert. I don't want to whip through the dessert, okay? I want to feel, it's hard to cut. And marzipan is so thick. It is a thicky. It is a bad, thick little bitch. And I fucking love it. And there's nothing funnier that it's fully always in disguise. It's a lemon. It's an apple. It's a fruit. Now it's a sandwich. I've seen it as a chicken. I've seen it as a turkey. I've seen it as a fish. It's the funniest dessert that's ever existed. A. B. It's very wealthy. You talk about marzipan, you're at, you're at a nice little party. Or you're like, I'm at a deli that someone knows artistry. I'll go ahead and say it. So marzipan for me, again, I'm so happy. It makes me so happy to see it. Honestly, I need to buy some today, it feels like. And just a joy. Just a joy, marzipan. So yeah, I'm a fan of marzipan. Listen, women who stress bake, there's something about it that it just makes me so happy. The idea that when someone's stressed, they go, I'm going to whip up like a muffin. And that makes me smile and laugh. And also those women are the ones who don't even like muffins. They just stress bake and then go, I made a bunch of muffins. Who wants muffins? And I go, Darlene, God bless you. And I want a muffin. And thank you so much for doing that. Like, it just amazes me every single time. I I love women like that. (laughs) And I would love more in my life, especially if they're, I mean... I mean, I'd love to be, if it's marzipan, if someone knows someone who stress bakes marzipan, please let me know. I'm absolutely, I'm interested. I'm also, I love, I feel so happy with feathers. I have so many feathers around my apartment because they literally make me so happy. And they feel like, they feel like an accessory that's screaming for attention, which I relate to fully. And therefore, I absolutely feel as though I need to celebrate with feathers all the time. And that's just a quick little list that I made. But I feel like it might be a great idea for everybody to make a list of things that just immediately make them happy. And my goal is when I'm having a, a day where maybe I, I haven't found a happy moment or I'm, I'm having trouble getting out of a funk, that there's something on that list I can immediately give myself or remind myself of. That will bring me back to you know, a good moment or a happy moment or a time I can celebrate in. That's that's the goal with that. I think that even right now, thinking about happiness and thinking about those little moments and giving myself like perspective, some of those things like old people holding hands or even marzipan. I don't know. I go on a journey. It makes me think a little bit outside of myself and whatever it is that's 
making me stressed or nervous or worried. It makes me think about like people running into glass doors. It's like things are happening all the time and we never know when we're going to get hit by a glass door or something's going to happen. And everything in life is funny if we just look at it from a certain point of view. Like I used to be a person that when I fell, I would get silent and look around (laughs) hoping no one saw me. And now I'm like, I want to be the type of person that falls and laughs because it is funny and it gives people permission to then laugh with you. And it takes all the stress away from the situation. And, you know, I I wish I did that more. I famously one time was rollerblading down the block. I was single. I saw a guy on a bike and we were eyeing each other. And I said, I'm about to get hit on by a guy on a bike. And then as I was holding eye contact, I said, JK, LOL, I am about to fall. And by fall, I mean wipe out on my ass. And I did. And I also kind of fell into two children because <laughs> I went up. I didn't go down. I went up and then down. And when I fell, the first thing I did is turn to the kids and say, are you okay? Which, because I was so stressed out <laughs> and scared. And I was like, I think I broke my hip. <laughs> and I was just trying to get the attention off of me. And then it was like, let me stand up. And then I was just flushed with embarrassment because I felt like everyone was looking at me and I was just trying to keep moving. And I'm, uh, and then, you know, a few days later, I was with my friend Rollerblade and she fell and she just started laughing. And I was like, wow, it is all about not taking yourself seriously and being in the moment and finding the joy and realizing like, it's totally fine if you fall. It's not a big deal. And it gives you that perspective, which is like, what, what are those little moments in life that you can just laugh at instead of, fixating and trying to pretend like you have it together. And in some world, I thought, maybe if I make it about the kids, everyone will think I did this on purpose. (laughs) Maybe if I make it about them, they'll go, yeah, but that woman's responsible. See how she immediately took care of the children. And then the guy on the bike's like, you're right. I am going to ask her out. None of that happened. But I think that was like the takeaway that I took from that. So then I was thinking about things that we have in our heart that maybe that we know make us happy, but we're not doing for some other reason. And I was like, what do I want to do that I know would bring my, me joy or I know feels fun and interesting that I'm not doing for some reason, whether it's fear, whether it's do I have the time, whether it's will I be good at it. And the reason I'm doing that is because maybe there's something in your life that you're like, I'm too old or I don't know how or... It's just a pipe dream or it's just a hobby that maybe if you gave more time to, it would feel really good and really fulfilling. For me, and I'm saying it on this so I can maybe, you know, be accountable, it's sewing. I've wanted to sew for a while. I watch Drag Race and every time I'm inspired and I go, well, the problem is no one has enough tool for me and I have to have enough tool for me. And Uh, You know, I think it's a pretty pricey hobby, which are my favorite. Thank you so much. And a part of me is like, I have no idea how. I don't know how to do it. But I think I really want to sew. I think I really want to learn how to make some cool outfits and some cool, you know, concoctions, if you will. And the only thing that's holding me back is feeling like maybe I won't be good. Maybe it'll be a waste of money and maybe whatever else. But those are just excuses because I think my heart really wants to do it. And so that's something that I'm going to try to do. I also am going to try to find a jumping outlet. For some reason, there's something inside of me that says I want to jump on a trampoline or I want to jump. And I think I got to give that girl 
permission to bounce. Bounce it up and down. Like a bounce house. Remember bounce houses? When you got to a party and you're like, yo, there is a bounce house? Why didn't someone tell me? Open that flappy little door and let me in. I'm about to make some two-year-old fly to the ceiling. Get ready. I love to bounce house. So that's, I think, my next my next goal is to like lean into things that feel fun and feel good for me. And then to, to keep adding to my little list of happy when I can and I remember it. So that when I am having a bad day, because I think on good days, you don't need to look at your list. But on a day where you're going, boosh, it's hard. It's hard today. I'm not feeling it today. Those might be really nice moments to open that list and go, I forgot what it was that made me smile. Let me take a little peek see. So homework, if anyone wants to do it, is make a list of little things that make them happy. Share it with me. Share it if you want. Um, I'd love to read some. You can email happilyeverheardofit at gmail.com or send it to me on Instagram. Hopefully then we can all just keep those lists going and see what we can add, what we can do, and what we can bring, give ourselves to remind ourselves that happiness is in a state. I think it's little moments and little things. And what are those little things that we can sprinkle throughout our day, throughout our week that just make us go, hey, that did make me smile. Thank you for that. And well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here this week. If you have any questions you want to ask, Email happily ever heard of it at gmail.com. Follow me at Jesse Jollis on all platforms. And remember, if you're the villain in your own story, you also get to be the hero. So put on your cape, bitch, and fly. Mm-hmm.